0: everybody welcome back to navigating motherhood it's been a hot second but we're super glad that we are back and i have my 20 with me today carlin say hey hey now carlin does not have babies or right now so she's not a mom yet but she is a dental hygienist and so i asked her to come on to talk about like care of your child's mouth and teeth and so and just like all these questions, so yeah, Carlin, why don't you go ahead and get started? Just introduce yourself. Okay. Um. Well, like Katty said, I'm Carlin, and I'm a registered dental hygienist in the state of Illinois. Uh, I got I went to school at Lakeland College and got my degree and certificate in dental hygiene there. Uh, I have a degree in um a a, a degree in applied sciences. And then certificate in dental hygiene. Uh, I had to take a, a board exam, a written board exam. I'm going to take a clinical board exam. And finally passed all those, passed school, graduated. Now, I currently work in Maryville, Illinois, um, at a dental office. And I absolutely love my job. Um, I, yeah, I'm just really loving it. Yay. Except for it's too far away from me, but it's fine. Yeah, it is far from I guess it's, you know, good to live with your husband while he's in dental school. Yeah, you know, that is a change and adjustment, but we love it. And it's been awesome being able to live with Caleb, so. Um, Um, Okay, jump in and just kind of like, because I feel like a lot of people don't even realize, like teeth we just know we have them we know we're supposed to take care of them but we don't really know where they come from or like what they are besides to eat with you know so why don't you go ahead and just jump in carlin so i um i yeah i know you asked me before to share this too the so the reason why i went into dental hygiene oh yeah sorry no you're fine i totally forgot but like it kind of like proves my point um like I wasn't, like, really into oral hygiene, like, at all. Um, I was a hairstylist, and I couldn't be a hairstylist anymore. And I was a CNA for years. I loved taking care of people. And I was like, what else can I do besides being a nurse? Because I just didn't, just didn't want to be a nurse. And I was like, what else can I do? And my husband, Caleb, was like, why don't you go shadow at a dental office and see if you like dental hygiene? And I was like, uh, okay, I'll just apply for the program so i blindly applied to be a dental hygienist and was just like okay like let's just do it and Caleb's like i really think you should shadow to make sure you like it and i'm like no i think i'm just gonna do it and i got in and i did it and i'm really glad i did it um but i didn't realize how much like your oral cavity is affects your entire body like it's insane and i was not meticulous with my oral hygiene i was not I literally didn't have a single filling in my mouth. I didn't really, we went to me as kids were like on the Sarah Bush dental bus at school. Like we didn't go to like a dental office. We didn't know, like I didn't know anything until I went to school. And so I feel like that's where dentistry is all about like education. Like if you go to the dental office, you're going to get educated. Like they're going to sit down and tell you, Hey, this, 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 this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this to fix it. Like, and we're literally the only, like, field in the medical world that tells you how to not come to us and how to not, like, or go to the dentist, anyway. You always need to come see the hygienist six months every six months. But the dentist will sit here and tell you all the things to do to not pay him money, basically. And we're the only field that does that. And I think that's great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so education is, like, number one. So I kind of just wanted to start off with literally... Your child. And like Caddy said, I don't have kids. So like anything I say, she's going to be around and be like, um, excuse me, Carlin. Uh, kids are, you know, just whatever. So Kids uh, suck when you try to brush their teeth. (laughs) They're terrible. (laughs) Um, But we're going to start literally when your baby's in your tummy and you just found out like you're pregnant and everything's great and the baby's growing fine. And that's, like, when you're thinking about your baby growing, you don't, you're don't you not thinking about it growing in sections, but your baby grows in sections. Like, it doesn't just, like, grow out. Like, it grows in sections. Like, literally, the face is, like, the head is formed, and then the rolls, and then there's these rolls that are formed. It's literally so, like, we learn all about this. But basically, the jaw starts to be formed, and your child is born with every tooth they're ever going to have. That's which is crazy to think about. So, of they may not here. be. Yeah, they won't be like completely, completely formed. But they, your child will have every single tooth that they will ever have in the womb, which That's, is nuts. Yeah, and I feel like all these moms, you know, they give birth to their baby, and they're like. They don't have any teeth, like they're gummies, right? We got yeah. gummy babies. The gummy smiles, they're the best. Gummy smiles, and they're the best. And they're like, oh, when do they start teething? Well, before you even think about, oh, when should I start brushing my kid's teeth? When does the first tooth come? You got to think about how, you know, when you're feeding your baby, whether it's formula or breast milk or, you know, whatever, right? Yeah, formula, <laughs> breast milk, girl, that's okay. it. Okay. Formula or breast milk, like either one, like you need to be cleaning your baby's thumbs, and they don't tell you that when you leave the hospital, right, Caddy? I mean, did they tell you? Hey, no, sure Ellie I'm- got. No, Ellie got thrush, in yes. the mouth. So um, thrush is, is common. A, yeah, it's a fungal infection in your mouth, and it is common. But in order to avoid that, and they don't—they probably told you this after the fact. But you basically just take um, a wet washcloth a damp one warm you can do warm and you just little baby one that's small and you just go take your fingers and you rub throughout all their gums and you just clean after every single feeding and you just clean that milk or that um formula right off their gums to make sure that there's nothing gro- nothing that's going to grow in there because babies should be sleeping with their mouth closed you know like it's going to stay nice and warm and moist and that's a great place for bacteria and fungals to start growing. Um, so that's the first step, I'd say, is, hey, what what can I do? I'm taking this baby home, and I don't know how to take care of its oral cavity Make sure you're cleaning it after every feeding. I mean, okay, I remember seeing you, Catty, like, exhausted. And I couldn't imagine, like, okay, I, I don't clean. think I brushed my teeth for four days straight. Yeah. I mean, if which, we're going to be raw and honest here. Yeah, which I do kind of want to talk about mamas, too, actually. Um, later on but decide anyway so and i know that you're tired but like just do the best you can i mean even doing it more than than not doing it one time then like morning and times. night like you brush your own teeth yeah like do it together yeah. like just or just make sure like you at least do it once like just make sure it's on your mind you have a lot going on you just brought home a child that you're supposed to take care of like okay all right so then we're moving on down the timeline. Okay. So your baby sprouts its first tooth. And that that typically happens like eight to 12 months. Sometimes it can happen earlier, like six months. Every baby is different, but like the average age is like eight to 12 months. Okay. And then that's like the first tooth. And then other teeth should be like forming up around it too. Like, like the next teeth should be like nine to 13 months. And blah, blah, blah. But your baby should have all their teeth by 25 to 33 months. Okay. So when your baby first sprouts that tooth, and let's say, Patty, let's say the baby is one years old. Okay. Take that baby to the dentist. Take that baby to the dentist. Literally schedule my appointment for Ellie tomorrow. (laughs) I know I'm behind. They say, um, dentists recommend and hygienists recommend, I guess I should say average. Um, taking your baby when they first get their first tooth, because, because this is where you get educated. Is your child really getting anything done? No. Are they going to look at the tooth? Yeah. Are they going to check out the gums? Yeah. They're going to do exams. They're going to like, you know, make the child feel comfortable. It's going to get the child used to being in that environment. But really, that's the chance for you moms to ask questions. Be like, okay, first tooth, should I be brushing this tooth? It's just one tooth. Should I floss a so one tooth? Like, what are my, you know, what are, what are my things here? And that's yeah. your chance, moms, to start asking what, it's like your chance to educate yourself. But not everybody takes their one-year-old to the dentist. Okay. If your child still doesn't have a tooth at one years old, you should still take them to the dentist. Because that's kind of like, it's just a little bit delayed. It shouldn't be an issue to worry about or anything, but getting that baby in there be like, hey, they're one, they, haven't, they don't have any teeth yet. Like, what, what can I do? Dentists are like, they're like, doc- they're, they are doctors. So like, they're gonna be able to feel around, make sure everything's good, this, that, and the other. So yeah, take that baby, first, first tooth, take it to the dentist. So I don't. You're probably gonna get to this, but Kennedy's question was why her child's like canine tooth or a lateral tooth was coming in before, like, like the order they come in. So it's like normally the bottom okay. tooth, then the top tooth, right? So yeah. So the the first okay. teeth they should get are the bottom. Okay. Okay. And then the next teeth that they're gonna get are, um. yeah, the first tooth they should get at the bottom, and excuse me, I told you the wrong number. six months, six months is the wait six months is when they should be getting their first tooth. That's the bottom. and then then the top come in at eight to twelve months. okay, Then okay. the sides come in, which is called your lateral. if you can you can look it up, they'll probably use the actual terms when you look it up, but I'm just saying like your having friends didn't use the actual term, so good for her. Oh, she did. Okay, she said so, lateral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have your centrals, top and bottom, then the laterals, which is right next to it. Those should come in next. Then you should come. Then their first molar will come in, and then then their canine will come in, and then their second molar will come in. The canine. So how worried? I'm how sorry, worried what's should we? In? How worried should, like, is it a concern that the lateral has kind of came in before the top two teeth? No. So she has her bottom two, and but she How doesn't have she? the top two. How old uh, is she? She's going to be one at the end of October. Sorry, it's my bread. I didn't even hear it. it will be one at the end of October. Oh, she's not even one yet. Okay. No, no. it's fine. Um, the canine came in first. Alexa. No, the lateral. The lateral in okay, first. Yeah. Not the central. So she has the bottom centrals, and then mm-hmm. she does not have the two top teeth. She just has the lateral coming in. Oh, no, it's okay. I mean, like I said, not every child is going to be the exact same. Like, Ellie mm-hmm. got her teeth. Didn't Ellie get her tooth at, like, when did she get seven her Seven months. T- seven months. Okay. Seven. I know a child who got their first tooth at three months old. Yeah, Brooklyn's okay. children did. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, so um, it, every child's going to be different. I don't think it's too much of a concern. But like I said, if she's going to be able to, she's turning one, or she already had that tooth sprout, get that baby to the dentist and ask okay. them and say, hey, you know, yeah. it's not to be concerned. I don't think so. Um, I just think that's just the way her tooth came in. Um, but, yeah, I think she'll be okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. Anyway, so where were, we, where, were we where were we at? You were, I don't know. We were talking about when to go to the dentist. Okay, and then. About- so then you went to the dentist. Everything's cool. Everything's good. You're brushing that baby's teeth. You literally don't even use toothpaste. Okay. Just the process of. Mechani- mechanically brushing that plaque off that tooth is good enough like technically we technically we shouldn't have to use toothpaste but because of all the food that we eat and the sodas that we drink we need that toothpaste okay and people like the full fo- the foaming of it um but for your babies like literally just get get uh, a, tooth, a finger scrubber. So they have these finger scrubbers that are for scrubbing baby's teeth and your gums too, like if you want to get it for your for the baby's gums. And just scrub that tooth just right before they go to bed and right when they wake up in the morning. Um, so, yeah. So then you, your teeth, So the, the baby's teeth are starting to come in and, you know, you have this bedtime routine, right? Bath, bottle, bed. That's like the routine, people, everyone does, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they say bath, bottle, bed. Well, you have to add brushing the teeth after the bottle. So what happens is a lot of moms and dads will take their baby and they'll put the baby to bed with a bottle, okay? It's just how the the baby gets to sleep and they put the baby to bed with a bottle. Well, what could happen is the baby could develop what we call bottle rot. And that milk or that formula is sitting on the baby's teeth all night long. And it starts to, then the baby starts to have cavities and cavities start eating away at all your teeth and then all their teeth rot out. And they take their kid to the dentist at three years old and they're like, what's wrong with my kid's teeth? And they're like, they're rotted out and we have to pull every single one of them. And it's so sad, but no one tells you that you can't take put send your your bo- send your kid with a bottle to bed. Nobody tells you that, right? No, you just at that point you're just doing what, like, okay, my kid only falls asleep with this bottle, so I'm yeah. giving her this darn bottle to exactly. make sure she goes to bed. Exactly. Um, and so that is also hard, knowing that. Like your child might need to go to bed with that that bottle, but knowing that it's not like hearing saying that your child could rot your teeth. I mean, as your child gets a little bit older, you can start adjusting their schedule and turn in adding that little little toothbrush. And you don't like she said, you don't even need to get the toothpaste out. Literally, just brush it. Yeah. Get Get the milk off the teeth, and yeah. And if your child's young enough that they're going to wake up and you have to, you know, feed them or do, you know, or do whatever, and then you can do it then, you know. But just remember that 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 bottle and that milk and the formula is going to be sitting on their teeth the whole time and their mouth's going to be closed and it's going to, you know, start that. I'm going to go into a little bit of the cavity process here just because we just started talking about it. So, we'll stop at the timeline of the baby going to bed with a bottle. So, that's where we're at. So, let's make sure you bring it back to that point, Caddy. Okay. Baby with bottle to bed. Yes. So, this is how cavities work. All right. What happens is, is that we eat things, we drink things that lower the pH in our mouth. Okay. And so, what happens is, is that acid, that sugar start sticking to our teeth and then create an acid. And then that acid, if it's not removed, will for a long period of time, like if it's just stays on your teeth, will start eating away at your enamel, which is the the first layer of your tooth and then create a hole, which is a cavity. So it's all about like frequency. Okay. So it's like, If I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna chug on a soda all day long or sip on a soda all day long, okay, I'm just sipping on it, like I'm just sipping on it all day, not really drinking water or sipping on my coffee all day long, like all day during the workday, my tooth does not get enough time to remineralize and build back up from that acid that was created, okay, hence creating a cavity. Now, if I were to chug my Coke at lunch, and eat a meal and then swish with water and go back to my work day, then that puts me at way less of risk of developing a cavity because I had, my teeth had a chance to remineralize. It wasn't constantly getting that sugar and that acid on my teeth and where, where it couldn't remineralize. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure that it makes yeah sure. so yeah. you can drink your soda but make sure you s- just use some get some water in there after yeah you can drink your soda yeah. you can eat your m&ms you can eat your skittles but just eat the whole bag at once don't chew on the skittles all day you don't have to tell yeah. me twice yeah right I'm, al- I'm already a chugger and a binge eater like so <laughs> i'm gonna eat fast anyway but I'm literally making my rolls as I'm talking about this. Like, I'm yes. forming my rolls. I don't know if you can see. But... Yeah, she's, so Carlin's making bread. So if you hear any weird noises, it's Carlin making rolls. <laughs> I didn't even think that would be making a weird noise. Anyway. I, don't think it, I don't think it will. Anyway. So that's the cavity process. So what's happening is the milk is sitting on your baby's tooth, causing that acid, and you're not getting it off, so it's creating the the acid the like whatever and then it's putting a hole in your tooth yeah okay so i think liz asked um when should you start flossing my kid when should you start flossing so flossing is super important and it's so annoying to say because i get it like i get it and i don't know why it's so hard to floss but it is um it is what it is you should be flossing your kid's first tooth. And the reason why I say that is because your tooth, the toothbrush or whatever you're using to brush your kid's teeth is not getting below the gum line. Okay. So you know how you get like a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth or in between your teeth or in your gums? So that part is like open on every single tooth. And your toothbrush can't get in there. So that's why you have to floss it out. So even if those teeth aren't even touching, you should be flossing. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to try to be realistic and say that as soon as your kiddos have those molars in the back, that's when you should be flossing. Because that's when the kids come in to the dental office and they have cavities in between their teeth. And it's because they have candy or sticky gummies or something stuck in between their teeth. That they're not getting out because they're not flossing. And then you have to pay for a freaking filling. Which is annoying. So I say once they start have their molars, that's when you, you better be flossing back there. You better just get those little floss picks and go like that. Okay. Ellie, Casson called me tonight and had Ellie brush her teeth with me because she was fighting her. So I get it. Even like doing this once a week is going to help. And even if you do one freaking tooth, hey, power to you. okay? Like, power to you. Like, I'm sitting here like, there's no way I can floss Ellie's tooth. Um, but also, I haven't tried. Yeah! It's all about trying. So, like, as much as I'm like, there's no way in hell that I'm gonna be able to floss her freaking mouth because she won't hardly let me brush her teeth, I have not tried. So, like she lets me brush. I mean, she lets me kind of like brush the teeth. Like you watched me, like, yeah, for probably about 10 seconds. Like, yeah, which 10 seconds, like real 10 seconds, not like when you count 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, maybe even 15. Like she actually did pretty good because once I called Carlin, she wanted to show Carlin how she can get her teeth brushed. So I had to right. find a distraction. Um, so, and like I said, I feel like I have so much. Like mental anxiety. I don't even want to try to floss her teeth. But I haven't tried. So I just need to put on my big girl mom pants and freaking try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. No. Unless she not- gets acclimated to me trying and knowing yeah. that you floss your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm going to add to go off that topic. I'm going to add something. But let's let's kind of like get up older. Okay. So our babies are eating solids now. Okay. So they have their molars, they're eating solids. Um, I do recommend that. If your baby doesn't have a molar, I would not be giving them, like, anything solid. Like, applesauce or something, like, that's okay. But I'm, like, saying, like, anything that they have to, like, um, grind together. Like a... Sorry, what was that? Like, chew up, you mean? or Yeah, anything that they to, like, chew up. Or even, like, something that... I don't know just you need to wait till they have their molars that way because that's what it's for it's going to help them it's going to reduce that choking like scary happening okay because if they have because if they don't have their molars then that's a more sign of choking because you chew with your back teeth you don't chew with your front teeth so just remember that if they don't have their molars probably shouldn't be giving them like blueberries or you probably shouldn't be giving them something like that something like easy like that um so they have they have all their they have their molars they're eating and whatnot and they're old enough to be watching you, right, Catherine? I have a question. How when when did Ellie start copying copying you like repeating words that you say or like oh. watching you throw something in the garbage and then she does it things like that? Um. She probably started copying what things that I do probably like 12 to 15, 18 months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect example. Basically modeling. Okay. Modeling. Assisting them when they're brushing their teeth. If you are in your bathroom brushing your teeth with your child and then flossing your teeth with your child, whether you do it on them or not. If you are doing that in the bathroom, they're watching you and they're saying, oh, this is what we do. Like, this is the normal. This is how we get ready. This This is is how how we get get ready. This is how we get ready for bed. And, you know, you don't have to go to bed with your child. But basically, like, if you just pretend like you're getting ready for bed and you add and you have that brushing and flossing in that routine, it's going to be so much easier for your child to just go with the norm. know this is the normal this is what we do okay now if you're like so we're all so you're in the bathroom okay and you're modeling this for your child all right so keep everything in the bathroom you know i know like sometimes i don't you have fits and things and i get it and do what you can but if you show them hey this is what we do in the bathroom we go pee we brush our teeth we go to bed or sorry we go go in the bathroom or we go to the bathroom We uh, get in the shower, we brush our hair, you know, we do all these things in the bathroom. Then they're gonna, when they go in the bathroom, they're gonna expect all these things to happen. Theoretically. That's really good. Theoretically. You're not wrong. I mean, a lot of times babies thrive off a routine. Yeah. Um, They do. And then lately, we have gotten out of like a routine because um, Ellie, all of a sudden, like, Doing every doing our routine in the bathroom became super like negative time, like it was yeah on the floor screaming and crying and like it just became super negative. And so I was like, I need to do something different because yeah, yes, no, this is not like this is not positive. And so she's not going to want to brush her teeth or take a bath or get her hair done because right. it's not a positive environment. Environment, environment. yeah um but that's not every baby ellie's very particular and dramatic so she <laughs> well Cass and most girls are okay so she, yeah anyway but it helps we we watch like a we watch like the teeth brushing video sometimes where they're like brush your teeth up and down yes. simple, super simple songs and she'll watch that and she'll do it and then we watch it again and then i do it yes that works that's great Patty. You should you. share that video on your page for them. I will. It's on YouTube. I used that right video now. for... I was teaching um, preschoolers about brushing their teeth. And I used that video. So uh, I think that that's a great education tool for them. Absolutely. It's a bop. It's a bop for oh, those young it's babies. It's a bop. It's a vibe. It's a total Okay. Vibe. Okay. So next, next... Okay. Let's talk about... Okay. Um, Let me make sure... I'm not skipping anything here. Oh, best toothpaste. I think somebody oh, asked yeah. that. I don't know I if think Liz, yeah. okay. Best toothpaste. Okay. Um some hygienists will say that fluoride for your kids are is okay. Fluoride toothpaste. They're like it you literally are gonna put very tiny amount, it's not gonna bother them. Okay. Some hygienists say that. Which to each their own, I'm not here to to go either way to be honest but i'm just saying some hygienists will be like if you're going to put like really tiny amount on it it's not going to hurt them it's going to protect their teeth from cavities this that and the other okay i'm going to say probably should not be brushing your t- kid's teeth until they can spit with the fluoridated toothpaste okay where they can spit it out because we don't really want to be swallowing that every single day yeah at actually. least swallows hers and i'm pretty sure it's fluoride in there so i'm gonna have to yeah so um best toothpaste would be, um, something that's not fluoridated until they reach the age of like six, I'd say. Okay. Um, because six-year-olds have very bad diets. Um, so I'll go into diets in just a minute here, but, um, that's kind of the age that i say, okay, like they're spitting, they're going to school, like they can probably handle that. Um, okay. But I know that there's this brand called Happy Tooth. And obviously this is not sponsored at all, but he's a pediatric dentist. Wouldn't that and be great? He's literally all over like Instagram, but he could just be on mine because I'm a hygienist, but it's called happy tooth and it has, um, hydroxyapatite in it, which is what your tooth's made out of, um, to help rebuild it that way. And it's just a much safer toothpaste to go with if you're worried about the fluoride, um, and your kid swallowing it. So that's, that's one of the toothpaste that I've seen. Um, I think my mom has bought toothpaste call- from a wellness company that, I don't remember what it's called, Casson. do you? I'm not hello? sure. Well, no, 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 not hello. Hello would be um, fine too, I think, but there's a wellness company that my mom buys her toothpaste off of sometimes. Uh, we will find hello. that and we'll put it in the. Sorry. In the post, that way you can know what it's called. It's me. Okay. Um, we can help it. Okay. So, let's talk about first permanent tooth. All right. So, these kids are six years old when their first permanent tooth is going to be in. Have they lost one? No, they what? haven't lost one. Their first permanent tooth is their back molars, okay? This is like the first permanent molar that they're going to get, okay? And they're six years old. They're going to have that tooth for the rest of their lives when they get it at six years old. This is so important to keep that tooth from getting anything in it like brushing that tooth and flossing that tooth and that tooth is going to be there for literally the rest of their lives and it's so important to keep it clean because you know you there's so many kids that come in and they have you know they they're six years old they're just not coming to the dentist because they need that kindergarten um physical dental exam and so they just came in and we have to do all these fill-ins on them because they haven't been ever and they're not brushing that back tooth. And that tooth is going to be there with it forever. So parents ask, you know, oh, they're just baby teeth. Like, they're going to fall out anyway. Like, do, we, do I have to spend $100 to fill this tooth? Is that kind of what you're thinking, Patty? You're like, it's going to fall mean, out. I mean, maybe I used to, but since I've had Ellie, I've educated myself. Okay.
1: So no, so, I
0: don't think, now I know better, but I okay. did think that probably. Yeah, I mean I kind of was thinking that too. It's like, uh, I mean, when are they gonna lose this tooth? You know, like it's so gonna all their teeth rot teeth rot and they have to get it all pulled. They're all well, yeah, they're that get was adult that teeth, right? Yeah, surely they'll surely there's another tooth in there that's gonna grow in its place, right? Yeah, right. There is. They get their adult teeth. So what is so who cares if they all fall out? Okay, that's true. Like, yeah, it's gonna grow in like you're gonna have another tooth, but you only get two sets and then you're done. But so, uh, didn't it, you say it matters? It mat. I'm getting to that point. Oh, okay, sorry. No, it matters. Like really agreeing with me. I'm like, no, what I'm is just, just saying, yeah, like, oh, who cares? You're baby teeth. Like, who cares? Just gang them out. Um, no. It's it literally you have your you have a baby tooth all the way up until let's see um 12 years old when your child is in seventh grade they still have baby teeth okay so yeah they're important and they're important for lots of reasons I mean they're important because they're holding that space for that permanent tooth to come in if you're not holding that space then you're Child's teeth will grow in crooked and then you have to pay for prices. Right? Mm-hmm. And um yeah, that's pretty much like the biggest thing is that it's holding that space for that permanent tooth to grow into. Also, like your child eats food every day. If you pull out the back teeth because they have cavities in them, they don't lose those until they're like nine. Okay, like what are they gonna chew with? Then they're yeah. then they're chewing, then their chewing habits are gonna be weird. They're gonna start then their breathing habits are gonna start to be weird. Then they're gonna all these things. And then they're gonna create then they're gonna get their bite off. So then they're gonna maybe have to have jaw surgery. Like there's so many reasons why you need to keep those and Dennis will be honest with you. They'll be like, hey, they should be losing this tooth, like, literally any second. I'm not going to fill this cavity. But that's good, I think. I don't think, I think that's good when dentists are realistic. like, okay, this, I'm not going to fill this tooth. It's literally going to fall out. It's fine. Not a big deal. But it's important for parents to know that even if you do, if your kid does have a cavity and you decide not to fill it, just know that that cavity is bacteria. And that bacteria causes infection and it's an infectious it's an infection in their mouth and that infection could lead into their nerves of their jaw it can even go all the way into their bloodstream and then affect literally everything after that so if you're okay you know if you're okay with that knowing the risk of your child gaining a big infection and having you know a fever all this is real close, you know, it's all connected. It's real close to the brain. It's connected to their heart. Just know that risk. And then if you decide not to do it, then that's that's for you. That's on you. Like, if that's something you don't want to do. But just know that, that that if you know that risk, then you know, okay, let's get it filled. Right? And yeah. it's just important. I don't think a lot of people realize that your mouth is connected, like, to your heart. I don't think. Yeah. Your mouth is the first thing. This is the only way to enter your body, right? Well, right. You can go through your eyes. I mean, like germs can, right? Yes. But like, this is the only entrance directly into the rest of you. Why do you think we take medication, like um, dissolvable medication? You put that in your mouth because that's, it dissolves, it goes straight into the bloodstream into the rest of your body. And we're talking about kids, yeah. and I could talk about adults all day long. Um, we'll stick to the kids, but we'll I mean stick to the kids. Just yeah, but realizing how important it is, like if you Teaching get your them, kids. yeah. Sorry, fine. It's okay. If you get them, you're gonna buy the buy the four dollar tube of toothpaste and the ten dollar toothbrush, and then you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on braces or jaw surgery or later down the road when your child's now an adult they won't have heart problems or they won't have mental like problems (laughs) it's not like what i wanted mental problems (laughs) but like freaking dementia carlin did a whole thing about how your oral hygiene is connected to your brain as far as like these dementia patients need to be brushing everything anyway yeah it's insane if you guys want to know about any of that, I can, I can post stuff about that, but that's more adults, but basically m- yep. moms, dads, parents, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandpa, who's ever listening, getting your kids started off at, on the right foot with their oral hygiene is what's going to save them in the long run. Like you're setting them up for the rest of their life. I and mean, yeah, is- like you, you parent them yeah. so that they're up to be good humans Setting yeah. them up for success to have um, a good life, you know, people around them that love them. So why are we gonna set them up to n- not have healthy a healthy body? Yeah, exactly. you make them exercise, you make them drink water and eat vegetables. So we need to yeah. make them brush their teeth. Yeah, yeah. makes yeah. sense. Yeah, my brain. It's hard sometimes when they don't want to brush their freaking teeth. And sometimes your kid goes to bed and you're like, crap. I forgot to brush your teeth. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. The live. The a few times you forget. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're doing it is you're already better than some that don't realize that they're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, so, tangent. No, I love it. I love it. Um, so one of the most important things uh, I really do want to touch base on is diet. Um uh, we have terrible diets. And your diet is like the number is the number one cause of cavities. Okay, you know, like the number one thing, the worst thing you can give to your kid is juice. It's like the worst thing you can give to your kid. Even if you dilute it with water, you're still giving your kids sugar. Don't even start it. Don't even buy the damn juice. One, it's expensive. Two, it's not good for your kid. No matter how much it says it is, it's not. Stick to water, give them a fruit, give them strawberries, give them bananas. That's where they can get their fruit from. Stay away from juice. I know, Cadison, you didn't even get Ellie started on it, right? No, the first time ju- she had juice was like at a friend's house and she had, I'm pretty sure, already turned to juice. Yeah. She had sugar. Yeah, like- I'm, yeah but yeah juice no i mean now like i kind of a little bit more lenient on it now that she's two because like we do i do brush her teeth better and also like i'm worried about all the freaking dyes because they make her freaking nuts um yeah but anyway but now now like juice is like a special thing like just like soda is a special thing for me like i don't you know when i go out and i get i want a drink i'll get like a dr pepper you know like with my meal like if it's around about So I just treat juice like the same way for her now. Yeah. So. Yes, I think that that was so great. And that was a great thing. And that's why at least, I mean, I know you said she hasn't been to the dentist, but I've obviously checked her out and she looks great, you know. Now, sometimes I would give her juice, like pear juice or um, prune juice when she couldn't poop, like when she was little. Um, But you can also just give them the fruit and that will help them poop. Well, yeah, um, but a certain age, right, they're too young. Yeah, but they also have certain drops. Well, if, I mean, if they're too young to eat the fruit, aren't they too young to drink the juice? Yeah, I probably. mean, besides it being liquid? Yeah. So, they have drops, like, gentle ease drops, like, to help slide that poop on through. Um, Good. But anyway, so if you're thinking, like, well, I have to do it for, because my daughter's having pooping problems, and literally just, like, look, there's other, there's always a better and healthier solution than what you're probably doing. Even if you're like a super crunchy mom, like there's probably something that you're missing out on. So like just just always know that you could do better. Yeah. For you and your child. So another so juice like just don't even start it, y'all. Don't even buy it. Don't even start it. Like parents will send their kid give them a cup of juice at bedtime. It's the same thing with the milk. It's gonna rot their teeth out. It's gonna rot their teeth out. They're gonna be in so much pain. They have to go to the dentist, be on nitrous, do all the things. It's just not fun for anybody. Um, another thing, gummies. Gummies are terrible also for kids' teeth. There's better gummies than not. And of course they're gonna eat them. You're you're gonna eat them, but you need to limit them because though that gummies will get stuck in their teeth, and then they're gonna fight you that night and be like, F you, mom, like I'm gonna brush my teeth tonight. And you're like, well, you just had three packs of gummies and that's going to be stuck in your teeth. So that's what t- I've told Ellie before, you, if you don't brush your teeth, then you're not going to get fruit snacks. Yeah. No fruit, fruit snacks, snacks unless definitely. you brush your teeth yeah. today. Yeah. So um, they just get stuck in their teeth. And then that sugar in the fruit snacks, that hence the cavity situation. Also, Also crackers, like goldfish, whales. All the yummy stuff, also terrible for your teeth. They get stuck in there and they stay there. So try to pick maybe like a different snack, something that's not going to get stuck in their teeth. Or give them that snack, but make sure, hey, you gotta drink your your water after you eat that snack. If you're giving them straight water and you're not giving them juice, let them have some goldfish. I feel like that's fine. They got to drink. You got to make sure they drink that water and to flush all that out, but don't give them juice and goldfish. That's just double whammy there. Um, candy. I mean, personally, I don't think I'm ever going to give my kids candy because my husband is so, my kid's never going to eat candy. Cause you know, he's going to be a dentist and he sees it. He sees all these kids come in and it's sad. And Mm. it's not that these, it's not that parents are doing terrible things, you know, they're like, my child wanted a fruit snack pack. the hell? You know? Right. Your hygienist and your dentist also, I just want to preface this before we get too far, but we're here to like help you. We're here to help parents. We're here to help kids. Like we're not sitting there judging you when we look in the kid's mouth. We know it's not you. It's just the fact that you, you were uneducated about it. Or it's the yeah. fact that your kid has bad behavior issues yeah. or your kid has special needs. Yeah. You know, like there's all kinds of roadblocks for you and we get it, but we want to be able to help educate you before you get to that point and before it gets so bad. And that's why you bring your child in when they get their first tooth. And then we can educate yeah. you and help you and give you that resources that you need. But yeah. So No juice, no soda, no gummies. Just stay away from all of it, if you can. If they go to a party, and they have fruit snack, they have soda, you let them, it's fine. These are not going to kill your children. I mean, we treat ourselves, so... Yeah, we treat ourselves... Yeah. But we have to... We've turned candy into, like, an everyday thing, I feel like. Yes. Yes, I have. Good grief. We walk to the gas station. I'm a hygienist and I'm buying Reese's pieces. Like you know what I mean? Um, Like it's just I know they're so good. But it's just it's in the world, it's what we're doing. But we just gotta be brushing our teeth. And floss brush your teeth and you floss, you get you, you buy that electric toothbrush, you scrub the crap out of your teeth and your kids' teeth, and you all do it together and just try. Just try to do that, to do more for your kids when it comes to brushing. Yeah, each and every day. I bet with my, by the time I have a third kid, they're going to have the best teeth in the whole world. Right? And at first, they're going to be like, what the heck did you do with them that you didn't do with me? I'm like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a okay. lot. Sorry, sweetie. You were the troll run. <laughs> What's our time? Are we doing okay on time? Um, I have no idea. How do we check? Um, there let's is- see. I mean there's Craig, new- how long we've we been going. We Does started he- it at 751. So yeah, we should probably start wrapping it up a little in a okay. second. Okay. So I don't want it to be too Do you- long. Do you have any questions, Caddy? Do I have questions? Yeah. Um no, I think that um I'm glad that you finally were able to come on to talk because okay. I wanted to come on. Um, since your fellow classmate came to Baby Talk and shared with all of us moms there. Um yeah. a lot of the same stuff that you're sharing with us right now. And um so I was really excited for you to come on to talk to all of these moms as well. Um, and then we can share this with our friends and our friends and friends and then our aunts and uncle, you know, all like everybody. Yeah. Um, because this would be good for honestly anyone to listen to, not just parents. Yeah. And it um, I mean it's- it's, it's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, really, like, it's the tip of the iceberg. But if you just start implement, implement implementing these things every day, and if you're modeling for your child, then they can do it. Yeah. You can do it. For sure. Absolutely. If you need any advice or any help, any, any more questions, like, I'll – give caddy my contact and then she, she already has my contact, but you know, I mean, that's what the, that's what these people say who are on here. They say, give me my contact. (laughs) Yeah. I'll go ahead and post it. I'll post your information with the, um, with the podcast in the bio. And then also when I post it on navigating motherhood, the Facebook group, I will throw your picture up again and your information too um i guess the only thing is like which you might not know this but like in the area like the best kid dentist places because i know there's lots of parents that are terrified and traumatized from the dentist for whatever reason and so i know like sometimes they hesitate because they don't want their, their kid to be scared too right um I don't know. I know there's one in Decatur that specializes in kids. I'll have to ask. Dr. Jurgen, I think, is the name. Okay, yeah. Um, I know that there's places in Springfield. Um, That's a little far. We got toddlers. Over there. Um, As far as Mattoon, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure on this area, but I do know that if you um, are on like the medical card or something like that, um, it's very hard to find a dentist. Um, Sarah Bush Dental Clinic is open. They're like booked a year out. So if if your child is like just now one, I would book it and then they can get you in when your child's two um they are they're great they are pediatric only so they only see kids um as little as one all the way to 18 or guess 17 um i would try that if not take him to lakeland take him to lakeland it's like really yeah it's 15 bucks and your kid get your and you'll get your your teeth clean. 15 bucks do kids. you think that um Lakeland would do like the mom and the child together? yeah, absolutely um, maybe not I would say take, like- I would say take grandma or take grandpa or dad or aunt somebody take somebody with you, um, and you can sit there with your kid while they get their teeth checked out and then then um the whoever you brought with you can keep kiddo busy while you get your teeth cleaned um but yeah I there's there's dentists that like this this dental hygiene program there like not only are the they're trained to be dental hygienists like they are they already know what to do they just have to be have so many clinic hours and then i guess you could go work more detail than what I am but then there's actually a dent I mean I was a patient there so I'm speaking on behalf of the patient um there's a dentist that comes in checks their work tells you if there's anything wrong with your mouth yeah. like you get an actual dental exam not only yeah. a cleaning we which do is recommend cool. that you go to your dentist still every year to get an exam from him or her because you know your dentist may feel something uh, we don't do any restorative, anything dental. It's literally strictly cleanings only at Lakeland. And we do still recommend you to go to your regular dentist. But just to get your kids started, like, take them over there. It'll be an easy day for the students. They'll love it. Your kid will get acquainted with everything. You can take your kid there forever. All um, these just, girls will be, like, fawning over your babies. Yeah, it'll be great. Or boys. Yeah. I wouldn't take your... I wouldn't take your baby at one-year-old probably to Lakeland. I think I would wait till they're like two or three to take them. Just because there's not really much they can do for you. If your child's one, uh, except for education for you. Which would be fine too. You can call and ask for that. Um, But yeah, totally. I say take them there. Or, you know, I... I think um, Dr. Kennedy in Mattoon, I don't know if she is um, pediatric. I don't think she's pediatric. I think she does still see kids, though. Um, and then Dr. Hastings and Havlik, I know that they see kids, too. Um, but I don't think that they're they're definitely not strictly pediatric. But they do see kiddos. Well, that's okay. It might be yeah. better that you and your child have the same dentist, too. So Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. So, okay. Great. Well, Carlin, thank you for spending your um, night talking to us about getting our babies all healthy in the mouth. Of course. I hope that I was, you know, educating and I hope that I was clear with everything I was saying and hope that hopefully that um, if anyone has any questions, they can call me. But, you know, like. Just keep doing what you're doing. Well, thanks, Sissy. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right, me. we'll go. I feel like of course. Cool, because I feel like this podcast is like famous to me because oh, yeah. I literally listen to it all the time, and I'm just like, wow, like this is like this is like real deal. And now I'm talking on one, and it's just like, yeah. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> my whole 100 listeners. I don't know. I, that's awesome. Um. But I love it. I love it. Thanks for the energy, sis. Okay. We will see you guys next time. I'm recording one with Kennedy in a few days. You know, she's always a blast to talk to. So, all right. We'll see you guys Bye. later. Bye. I wait. <laughs> I'm totally leaving that hard in. I'm that